Chicago Bulls head into Portland today to face a team that's going to be missing many of their key and important players. The Bulls need to get a win tonight in Portland and use this game as kind of a palate cleanser to jump back into the rest of their remaining schedule. We're going to talk about that game and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Right off the top, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes, that's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, we're Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform. Moving on, the Chicago Bulls face the Portland Trailblazers tonight, and the Portland Trailblazers are already have announced that Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons are go both going to miss this game, with Dame Lillard and Nurkic both being listed as questionable. What does that mean for the Bulls? The Bulls can use this game as a launching pad to kind of clear the palette from that, that tough loss against the 76ers in which they got completely blown out at home. Maybe use this, kind of build some confidence back, get some rhythm back, and then go into the rest of their nine remaining games after this game focus on what they need to do to get into the postseason and that's really what everything's about for the chicago bulls right now right if you're not aiming to get back into the postseason you might as well sit everybody let dalen terry let marco simonovich let the young guys get some minutes if you're not aiming and fighting to get into the postseason play why are you even here and so with a game like this coming up and we know the chicago bulls have had games before where we've gone in and said hey the bulls should and definitely need to win this game and they completely wet the bed or shit the bed whatever you want to say um and so we can't have that type of performance tonight we cannot have it the coaching staff the players everyone cannot allow them to come in and be embarrassed with a team that is potentially missing four out of five starters you just cannot allow that to happen so you know hopefully the bulls come in even without if they are missing demar Derozan and alice crusoe both players that are listed as questionable for tonight's game this bulls team should have enough if a team with Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic and Pat Bev on it. So when you add in Kobe White and, and Patrick Williams and all, if you cannot beat a Portland Trailblazers team that has struggled even worse than you have this season, but um, is, is missing their key players, then, then we got some more serious problems that we need to look at, serious problems that we've kind of avoided or it, it, we've kind of not forgotten about, but have been more so in the back of our mind with how well the Bulls have played since the All-Star break. This team needs to be locked in. We need to see a game tonight in which the Bulls come in, take care of business, and Zach and Vooch and whoever else, if DeMar does play, DeMar as well, can sit the hell down and, 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 and rest after this. The only Portland Trailblazers starter that is, that's potentially going to be in this game that's 100% healthy is Matisse Thibel. So, you know, we'll see what, the, what this team can do. They still got Cam Reddish on it. Shout out to Archie Diakono, who's on that team as well. We get to see a little bit of Archie in there. I miss Archie. I don't know how you guys feel. I miss Archie. But this would be the type of game that a, that a rookie like Shaden Sharp may come in and surprise. You cannot allow, you cannot completely just let yourself be, be, not blown out, but let yourself lose this game. We need to see a Bulls team that understands the importance of the moment, that comes in, plays the defense, shoot the ball well, limits turnovers, snuff this team out. Much like the 76ers did against you, come in and snuff this team out. Now, if Dame does end up playing, if Nurkic does end up playing, since they are listed as questionable, that changes some things. Nurkic is a player that plays pretty well against Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic is still going to have to attack him, right, to keep him honest on the defensive side. And when it comes to Dame Lillard, we're looking at, um, we're looking at Kobe, we're looking at Io, we're looking at, at that point as well, Pat Bev, to try to contain him as much as possible. I don't know if anybody can flat out stop Dame Lillard. So, you know, you really come in and the the Bulls should be preparing for the, to come in as if these, these 
players are going to be playing. So that way, when they're not, you already have a great game plan in place that you can use and then build off on. This team, you know, with with the last 10 games left and the and the fact that they do sit pretty nicely, look, they do look pretty favorable on projections of actually making the postseason play. So hold a game and a half advantage over the Indiana Pacers, a two and a half, half game advantage now over the Washington Wizards, who are on a four game losing streak. The Bulls need to take care of business. Everything is on you right now. You have no one else that you can look at. Everything is on you and the team that you have built and the leadership that you have here and as well as head coach Billy Donovan. How well do you have your team prepared after completely disrespecting the home uh, the home audience? Like what do you the home the home fans in attendance whatever whatever word I'm looking for. Listen, it's been a long ass week. Um but with that being said, head coach Billy Donovan, you have to have your players prepared. And if you don't, what the hell are you doing here? What the hell is the purpose of it? Right now, this team needs to be looking at themselves and figuring some crap out so they can get ready to go on this. Because I tell you what, while, you know, the, the Bulls have one of the easiest schedules remaining in the NBA, and while I have said before as well, they can benefit off players, a lot of players missing from, from uh, the, the teams that they face up. Tonight against Portland, we went over that um, injury report. The Los Angeles Lakers, who are missing LeBron, but goddamn, that team is playing good. That team is playing with the heart that I would like to see. Be on the lookout for Austin Reeves to cook somebody when we play that team but then you also face the Clippers missing Paul George the Lakers again Charlotte right so these next five games half of the remaining schedule comes against teams that are going to be missing key parts of their rotation the Bulls need to be prepared for these games because if the Bulls can win going four and one over the next five games alone that could almost lock in that playing spot right there alone and create enough separation but then you end the season tough you got Memphis, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Dallas, Detroit, right? That's to end the season. And that Dallas game, the se- the, the home finale for the Chicago uh, Bulls in the regular season, you owe the home fans one. You better finish that that last game off extremely well and, and beat Detroit, our quote-unquote rivals. It hasn't been much of a rivalry over the last decade, but you know what I mean. This Bulls team has to, like, show us something. What are you going to show us to end this season? Because you haven't shown us much over the course of the season. You need to end this season strong. And over these next five games that the Chicago Bulls have, they need to take advantage of teams that are missing key pieces. And it starts tonight against Portland. You have to play well. Zach Levine, we're looking at you. You came in this after the All-Star break playing like the, the max level player we all wanted to see you play like. You've had a couple of rough stretches games since then, since that initial start. But we need to see you come in and perform tonight. Whether DeMar is out there or not, Zach, the lights are on you. How are you going to perform? What are you going to do? How are you going to put this team away? Are you going to be able to put this team on your back? It shouldn't even come to that, right? We should be able to play well enough to where we're taking care of business against a extremely hobbled and dented and beat up Portland Trailblazers team that has nothing left to fight for for this season. They're not fighting for playing success. They're fighting for the lottery. So, if you can't take if if you if you mess up tonight, it's going to be bad and it's going to be real bad. And let's hope that the Chicago Bulls take care of business and Billy Donovan has this team prepared because we need to come out with a game plan and act like we're a team that knows about how we're going to go about our business. And if we don't, the story's already written on that for the Chicago Bulls. But all right, getting off that game, we got some more details about Lonzo Ball's injury, and I don't want to harp on this too much. It nothing really changes as far as knowing that he would be one of the first players back, but it seems like he actually opted for a new type of surgery on that knee, not one that any other professional athlete has had. So while that, you know, he'll be the first to come back, 
hopefully modern medicine has made that outlook on a potential return from them be even better. I'll put a link to the video in the description. It's the actual doctor talking about this whole thing. His name's Brian Sutterer. Um, he's a medical doctor, so a uh, sports medicine doctor specifically. So um, make sure you guys, I'll put that link in the description. Go and check that out. It's, I wouldn't say that it necessarily made me any more hopeful for Lonzo Ball's return. It, it, it more so kind of just brought it all home. You know, there are players, I even compared him to Josh Richardson, Festus Azili, but he's having a completely different type of, of procedure done than what they've had. He's actually the first one, uh, first professional athlete to undergo this. So you can throw all those windows and everything out the window. It's a completely new precedent that Lonzo Ball would be setting with this new surgery. And I'm sure that, you know, not to put the pressure on him or anything, but there, this surgery is going to have a lot of eyes on it because if it is successful and Lonzo Ball can make a successful return to basketball, um, it, it could open doors to players that maybe once uh, or would have had their careers ended to be able to have a new type of procedure that maybe hopefully has a better uh, return rate than what the what the, the, the other procedures were. But like I said, it really, it doesn't streamline the timeline any. it doesn't make it seem like he could return any quicker per se. It just has a better overall prognosis on maybe being able to return back to basketball. But, you know, this Lonzo Ball uh, saga is going to be something that we look at and review all off season long and really all year long as we're giving updates. Hopefully we are a little bit more transparent on the updates for him than what we were this upcoming season. But when you really look at it, the Bulls have tough decisions to make this off season. And I've been very you know consistent in saying nothing really changes the work this Bulls team needs to do in the off season. The one thing that could change that work is what they decide to do with Lonzo Ball. Could make that a little bit easier, right? If they after the surgery and after the six months, whatever, have a more they're more confident in his ability to return that absolutely does change some things for the chicago bulls but if the if ak is looking at this as a business decision as i've talked about so many times and looks at this and say hey we love lonzo we want to have lonzo back but you know we we got to put ourselves in the best situation to improve this team they file for the career ending injury exception just because of the uh number of players that have have gotten cartilage replacement type surgeries before even though it's not this exact same one they probably would be Highly likely to get it, still not 100%. Certainly, they get that injury exception. But the biggest question surrounding it is are they going to file for it, right? And if AK, that, that's probably the biggest decision that AK has to make this offseason on top of re signing Vooch, IO, Kobe, all that. But the, the, in, the filing for the career in, ending injury exception and getting that exception, what that does is allow so much more as far as assets for the Bulls to add to this team as far as outright cap space. That has to be one of the biggest decisions on AK's board because, and that's if he's even considering it, because if he decides to do it, if he decides to file for it, you then have, a, it, it, it informs how you can go about free agency. It may be the difference between bringing back Io or Kobe or Io and Kobe, right? It could be the difference between bring, just re-signing Pat Bev back or re-signing Pat Bev and going after another high-level starting caliber point guard for this team. It, 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 not to say that the full offseason hinges on that, because it doesn't. Because if, Lon, if this, if Lonzo didn't have the surgery, the career-ending injury exception wouldn't even be an option, and you still would have had to find ways to get creative to add uh, necessary talent to this team. So, you know, the plan is still the same a little bit, but it makes that plan a little bit more easy in how you execute it and the level of player that you can go after, depending on what you decide to do. And so, you know, as we... I'm probably going to stop talking about this injury here shortly. I think I've like touched on it out of like three out of like the last five episodes because it's been a lot of little minor updates. The biggest thing right now, the biggest question right now is just simply, 
is AK going to file for it? And if he does, it kind of tells us what the Bulls' plan may be for this offseason and how quickly he applies for it. Because keep in mind, it's not like you, you apply for it and you immediately get it. An independent doctor has to review it. An independent doctor then thus makes the decision. And so that waiting period, if the Bulls try to wait until during free agency, that waiting period right there can make you miss out on some free agents that you could have added to this team. So that may be one of the first decisions that we see AK do this offseason, and it would be an important one based off how and what this team goes into. But now, with that being said, let's talk about the Bulls' postseason, ch the chances at postseason, right? And, and how this continually updates for the Chicago Bulls every day that goes by, the strength of schedule either gets stronger or worse, right? The Bulls have the eighth easiest schedule remaining in the NBA this season, with their toughest listed matchups being the Milwaukee, um, Memphis, and the Clippers being their toughest uh, uh, matchups, at least per the, how good those teams are. But then when you look at the easier matchups on that schedule, the Bulls have Detroit, Charlotte, Portland, who we just talked about, the Lakers, who I, I don't think you can put them on easy anymore with how hard they're playing, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, who we've played very well, and the Dallas Mavericks, who are struggling right now. The Dallas Mavericks, and, I, and you know, if you guys aren't subscribed over to NBA Central, one of the first things that I did after that Kyrie Irving trade went down is I said, hey, I don't know if this Dallas Mavericks team is even going to win a playoff series, much less anything else, and this team has been struggling. While their offense, they have a chance of having a really good offense, that damn defense completely, that's a story for another day. That's an NBA Central topic, but with that said, this Bulls team has to take advantage of the remaining games left on the schedule. And if they do, and we get into the postseason, the biggest question then is how, do the, how does postseason play help the Bulls, right? And the way that I look at it is this. Yes, you do want as many, as much postseason opportunities as you can get and experiences you can get for your players, especially while you have a team full of fairly young players that just haven't had that much postseason experience. Zach Levine, first postseason last year. Same for Io, same for Kobe, same for P. Will. And P. Will's coming back from injury. The, the team going through the rigors of what it's like to be in the postseason can inform them on how hard they need to work for the rest of the season. So I do think that if you can get in, it matters. And then, especially, like I said, with the Bulls and, the, and their chances at a lottery pick, I know a lot of Bulls fans would rather see the Chicago Bulls lose, tank, or whatever you want to call it, to kind of maximize their chances at that draft pick. But what we're seeing, this team is not going to do so. It's just not going to happen. And so, you know, with what AK and how he likes to build his teams, this is important for that. And I, we'll see, right? But the biggest question that remains as well is that even if we do make the postseason, Billy Donovan then has to use that postseason because the Bulls aren't going to win a title. We know we don't have the chance to win a title. If, if the Bulls, somebody asked before, if the Bulls make it to the ECF, what would I do? I'd probably pass out. And so the, the focus then becomes on Billy Donovan is how are you going to use this chance at postseason play to gain experience for your younger players? Are you going to default back to the lineups that minimize Patrick Williams, that takes out Kobe White in situations where he should be in there over other players? Are you going to not play Io DeSumo? Are you like, what are you going to do? And so not to blame everything on Billy Donovan. I've been very consistent. That this isn't all Billy Donovan's fault, but I do place development on Billy Donovan's fault when he doesn't place his, his players in a position to properly grow. And so if we're heading into the postseason, if the goal is the postseason, you have to allow these younger players, especially if they're playing well, the opportunity to go through their mistakes, to go through the bumps and bruises, to go through whatever is needed to really gain that playoff experience. So we'll see what, what happens with the Chicago Bulls team. A lot of things are still up in air, but they need to own their own schedule tonight against the, against the Portland Trailblazers. And we'll see 
what this means and how well this team's performed tonight. But that is it for me for today. Thank you so much for being the best part of Chicago Bulls Central. You guys already know I love you with my whole heart, man. And the growth of this channel and it's been having even in a down year for the Chicago Bulls has been amazing. And it's just been because of you guys. And I do not overlook that fact. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. It's game day. I'll see you guys tonight, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.